Hey guys, today we're gonna to talk about the Martingale betting system and really ask the question, is it something that's beneficial in trading or will it harm you more than it helps you? Let's discuss. Can you explain what is Martingale's system? I have no idea what I've, this is the first I've heard of it, I think. Let me run a quick Google search on it. Maybe maybe I know it by a different name. First I'm heard in that name, Martingale system. Martingale betting system. Martingale is any, is any of a class of betting strategies that originated from and were populated in the 18th century France. The simplest of these strategies was designed. Um, the simplest of these strategies was designed in the game in which the gambler wins the stake if a coin comes up heads and loses. Oh, it's the oh the heads tails probability thing. Um, the strategy had the gambler double the bet after every loss so that the first win. Now, now I remember. Okay would recover all the previous losses, wins, profits, and original stakes. Gotcha. Okay. Um, whew. In theory, it makes sense. In it would not make sense to practically apply it, in my opinion. Right? And correct me if I'm wrong, if I'm reading this correctly, this is, this is the whole... The coin flip thing, right? Where if you flip a coin, you have a 50 50 chance of um, being heads or tails. So the idea is that if 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 you're betting tails and, and the flip is heads, right? The next bet you would the next flip, you would double your bet because the odds of it landing on tails has increased. So you can actually you can make your money back. Um, the problem with that is this, right? So the problem in, in, in real life application is that there's a good chance that you can go broke before you ever have a chance to make your money back, right? Because although there's a 50-50 chance of landing heads or tails, right? The, the, the truth of the matter is, is that there's, there's technically not, I mean, you can easily lose five trades in a row. You, you can easily get tails five times in a row. You can easily get tails 10 times in a row, right? <clears throat> we never know the given outcome of, we never know the, any, the, the given outcome of any given situation. When it comes to trading, it's a little bit different as well, because although we are trading a system that has a expectancy or expected probability as far as the win rate goes, there's also human error that, that occurs with that as well. So we can have an influence on our trading outcome, um, which needs to be taken into account. I do think that everything eventually reverts to the mean, right? So I do believe like, like this, right? If, if I'm a, I, I'm a 55% trader, let's say 50%, I'm a 55% trader, right? So I should win 55 out of every 100 trades, right? I, I probably take what, around 200 trades a year, right? So I should win about 110 trades a year, right? I am a believer in this, right? If, if I start the year off cold, right? There's typically a hot period that makes up for it, right? Somehow I always end up around the same win percentage, 
right? The how I get there is a little bit different. Sometimes it's win, loss, win, win, loss, loss, win, 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 loss, loss, loss. Sometimes it's loss, 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 loss. Win, 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 right? A year, was it two years ago, 2018? Maybe it was. I started off the year all excited and rejuvenated, and I took a 17% drawdown to start the year. Like I couldn't hit a trade if I couldn't hit anything. Right. There could be a sign there saying, hey, this one's going to win and I still wouldn't be able to win it. Right. And then I got hot the rest of the year. Right. I think that took me from January, February, January, February, the first six weeks of the year. Um, and I, I don't think I traded the first week of January. So basically January, February, those two months I just lost. Right. And then March. Right. I steadied the ship. And then April, I got hot and I was hot from April to April, May, June, July, August, September. And I think I got cold again in October. Right. Here's the here's the thing, right? If we're following this concept of, and again, I, I wish I can dig into this in more detail. I, there, there are people much smarter than me that can know the actual math and law of averages and all that fun stuff. So you're getting the remedial, the dumb person version of it. Um, but if I'm doubling my bet each loss, the question is, can I survive long enough to actually make up for those losses? And if you do the math, unless you're trading a very, very tiny position size, if you do the math, the answer is probably no. You'll probably go broke before you have a chance to make up for what you lost. So I don't I don't believe in it in that sense. Um, and I, I, I do believe in the theory, however, and this is why I was never a fan of. Of. Um, you know, some people ask the question out there, hey, when I'm on a winning streak, I should be increasing my position size. And, and this is what got me, you know, this is my $30,000 mistake, right? When I was managing money and, and, and crapped the bed, right? Um, well, it wasn't my mistake, but it was the, the client's mistake. And I was just too spineless to say no. But people think, a lot of people think that, hey, when I'm hot, I should increase my position size. Because like, if I'm if I'm hot, I should trade more when I'm hot, Right. When someone's hot in the NBA, when they're making shots, when, when Steph Curry's making shots, you feed him the ball, right? But that's that's a little bit different. That's 100% based off skill, right? The markets, we could be skilled as, as whatever. We could do everything right and still lose. The reality is that when you're on a hot streak, just like this, this law, right, you're more, are you more likely to win or lose? is the next trade more likely to be a winner or a loss? So it's, it's the exact opposite, right? Instead of doubling your position size after a loss, you're doubling your position size after a win when you're more likely to lose, right? So I, I believe it in, in, in that aspect, in the warning side of that, you shouldn't bet more when you're on a hot streak. I also don't think you should bet more when you're on a losing streak. Um, I understand the concept. The concept makes perfect sense. Um, and I actually, I actually do something. I tried something similar to this in the casino. It didn't, it didn't work then either. Um, <laughs> but then again, all the casino. I mean, the, the casino the house always has the edge, regardless. So like, so it's not a, not a really good comparison. But we, we would, me, and my buddy, we would do this um, in craps, right? We took a long time developing a crap strategy, and, and trading actually helped with that. But that was one of the strategies that we, we did in, in craps. I, I just didn't know the name. Where each time we would lose right? We would double the bet. 
in order to make it up and, and, and blah, 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 like that. And again, it didn't, it didn't end up working. Um, but also you don't have an edge in, in the casino. So it's, I don't think it's a fair comparison. Um, so yeah, look at that. I, I learned the name for some, I, I knew what this is. I just didn't know the name. Um, but what, what do you guys think? I talked a lot about it. What, what do you guys think about it? Oh, look at the bottom. It says, it says Martingale strategies can bankrupt a gambler quickly. Oh, look at that. <laughs> I probably should have kept reading, right? <laughs> In a casino, the expected value is negative due to the house's edge. Additionally, as the likelihood of a string of consecutive losses occurs more often than common intuition suggests, Martingale strategies can bankrupt a gambler quickly. I, I would say the same thing goes in Forex. Now, with, with that being said, if you're, if you're back testing, if your back testing shows that you have the type of strategy, maybe it's a mechanical system or something like that. If you have the type of strategy that, that consistently goes like, like let, let's say you never, and I, I would still be too scared to risk it, but let's say you never go on losing streaks, right? Let's say your back testing results based off your strategy, you're, you're, you never go on more than like a, a two trade losing streak. Right. Never, never, ever in the thousands of trades you've tested. Right. In the, the hundreds of years you've tested. Right. You're doing 10 years for each pair. Right. You're, you, you never take more than two. So you're, you're extremely confident that your trading style doesn't take on losing streaks. In that case, it makes sense. Right. In that case, it would make sense when you when you know and, and know in quotes, know as much as we know, we never know what the market can do. You can do hundreds of years of backtesting and all of a sudden the market gives you eight losers in a row. So, again, I would never practically do it, but you, you have a pretty good confidence and track record of not taking more than a few losses in a row. Now you can plan out accordingly because you kind of know it's, it's, it's no different than like planning your max drawdown. Right. We adjust our position size based on our max drawdown. Right. When we do our position sizing strategy, and if we want to be, we can tell how aggressive we want to be based on our losing streak. Right. We can up that delta. We can be, we can trade a higher position size based on our max drawdown. Right. And some of you guys haven't gotten to that point yet. So I don't, I don't, I don't expect you to understand. Basically, the first thing we want to look at in our trading is how much are we willing to lose? Right. What is that threshold of like, I can't lose more than 20% before I got to call it quits or 30% before I call it quits? Once we know that max drawdown, we can then implement our position size. We can look at our backtesting results and we can see how aggressive we can be while still, you know, not reaching that, that floor of the max drawdown. So same thing with this type of deal. If you know kind of your max drawdown and you know that this is how my wins and losses come, then you can easily plug the numbers in and see like, hey, if I were to do something like this, would it actually be beneficial? Here's the other question though. Would you would you cut position sizes when you're on a winning streak then? Would it work both ways? And yeah, there's there's always, yeah, Roberto says my back testing is quite different than my live. Yeah, demo account. Yeah, human element to make makes a difference. This would be something where if you were like had a mechanical system or something like that. But would would we then cut would we then cut position size when we're winning? We'd we'd have to be fair, right? Because it can't just work, it can't just work when we're losing, right? It would have to work when we're winning, right? To minimize that next loss, that I mean, that's something that's something to consider. Interesting. Interesting. There we go. Good, good, good conversation. I wish we had smarter people in the in the room. 
which really means I wish we had a smarter a smarter host that can dig into this a little bit a little bit deeper. Um, but you get what you get, guys. Sorry, you're stuck with me. You get spoiled by the London session and Jason Greystone's genius, and then you then you get the American. <laughs> then you get the American. guys kill here once again thank you as always for joining me for the podcast if you liked what you heard please do me a favor leave me a rating and a review wherever you listen to podcast at also if you want more technical analysis make sure you check out my weekly weekend video on my youtube channel just go to youtube.com slash stokes check it out every weekend providing you a valuable lesson on trading and of course the top trading ideas that are on my radar for the week ahead